0: Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to I'll Take Three, um, a movie podcast. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't know where I am. Who are you guys? Okay. Um, so my name is Kristen, and I am joined by two people um, that are really cool. Questionable. <laughs> But I'm here. What? No. Who else is
1: in the room with you, Kristen? Who <laughs> <laughs> are the two people know. that are really cool?
0: <laughs> um, so I'm here with Alex. Hey guys, it's me, Alex. And Jake. <laughs> hi, hi
1: kids. you come here often?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey guys, what's up? Did you like that?
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And today we're going to be talking about um, Big Trouble in Little China. And it's part of um, our theme of movies that deserved a sequel. Is that how we worded it?
2: Yeah, movies that you think should have a sequel.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Could have um, a sequel. What? What? <laughs>
1: Because, uh, I don't know, my I don't know, I feel weird about mine. <laughs> I'm self-conscious, you <laughs> Hey,
2: before you watched it, you thought it did, so...
1: Yeah, and then I watched God. that.
2: But I had seen it before.
0: <laughs> okay, so... It would have been um, funny if you
2: watched it, like, the day before, and then you're like, it needs a sequel. And <laughs> like that. Yeah, then I watched it, I was like, and this And then, then you're like, wait, that. what was I thinking? <laughs> oh,
0: God. Okay, so just a little bit about what the podcast is. Um... We watch movies and talk about them. So, yeah. That's, oh, that's the, right. That's the gist of it. <laughs> and there's
2: three of us. Yes. So that's where we take three. And then as we talk about, we each pick a movie. That's three movies. And then we each um, pick three things to talk about each movie. That's it's
3: right. Three.
2: Three threes. We might as well call ourselves three dumb because we're, you know, have the kingdom of freedom. Yeah. Oh. Three dumb assholes. We <laughs> talking
0: three about three dumb assholes movies. who watch movies and then talk about them on the podcast.
1: <laughs> that's the name of the podcast. Yep.
0: Oh, good. Okay, so, um, yeah. Should I talk about what? the movie now. <laughs> yeah, let's, talk, let's jump into it. Um, well, up in Little China it came know... out in
1: '86, right? Wait,
2: wait. I want to know history with this movie first. If that's okay, figure out what year it came out. All right. Yeah,
0: let's (laughs) let's do that first. Okay. (laughs) Which part? Okay. (laughs) So Jake was saying this movie, Big Trouble in China, came out in 1986. It stars Kurt Russell and Kim Cattrall. Is that you say her name?
2: Kim Cattrall, darling Samantha.
0: I just know her as Samantha. Samantha,
1: darling.
0: Um, Dennis I want to get Dunn. fucked tonight. <laughs> Is that episode to <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Dennis Dunn, James Hong, Victor Wong, Kate Burton, Donald Lee, Carter Wong. There's a ton of people in this. A giant
2: so. Yeti. Yeah. A Yeti.
1: <laughs> a floating, both eyeball <laughs> ball. <laughs>
0: oh, God. But, yeah. John, so John Wayne's in this movie. No. There's a guy who talks like him that sounds really weird.
1: <laughs> There's uh, a truck
2: involved in this movie. We yeah, also... and it's
0: called the Port Chop Express. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> this, this guy's <laughs> got to find it. Truck.
2: And he's like putting out a radio show over a CB radio. From... I was My, my first note is, who is he talking to? <laughs> um, and it's directed by the one and only John Carpenter. Yeah, the guy who built the cross. Uh,
1: I think that's um, a different. Am I I getting my
2: stories mixed up? (laughs) You you know how I am about my stories, (laughs) y'all. Jacob writes his own stories, and thought he wrote one about this guy. (laughs) About this guy or about John Carpenter?
1: (laughs) Any guy about some guy? (laughs) Any says some guy. It's an epilogue. That's funny. Did you guys epilogue.
0: know that this won an Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Film for Best Music?
2: No, I don't even know that was an award. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Me <that's> neither. <laughs> <pretty impressive. laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's not a lot of movies who can say they've done that, because I doubt those awards are still around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they won an award. Wow. So yeah, it, uh, cool. And then so uh, I've got
1: I've got something about the box office budget. It was wait, kind of I'm gonna say
0: the synopsis oh, okay. real quick. The synopsis: <laughs> A rough and tumble trucker and his sidekick face off with an ancient sorcerer in a supernatural battle beneath Chinatown. Boom.
1: That's interesting. That is interesting.
2: <laughs> should we tell I a little? Didn't mention the truck. Should we tell a little more about the story too for anyone who didn't listen? Yeah.
0: That's, Give us some depth, That explained death, the Alex. whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: really. so essentially, Kurt Russell plays a character who has a buddy in Chinatown because he delivers stuff there. And the guy's going to get married and his girl is coming over from China and she gets kidnapped. And so they go to rescue her. Um, and it's like a whole thing where they uncover this ancient worl- world, not ancient world, but ancient... Um, what do you call it? Culture, I guess. It's not really culture, but like just there's all this mysticism and, yeah, you know, magic. Like mythical. Mythical, saying. yeah. <clears throat> um, and there's uh, g- gangs, essentially like warfare going on between two warring tribes or whatever in Chinatown. And then there's one guy who's like a sorcerer who wants to marry this girl because she has green eyes. And so they have to defeat him, save the girl. And that's a big whole thing. Cool. Should we talk about his pinky nail yet? Or are we going to wait? <laughs> no, save that. That's for a different okay, podcast. Okay, I'll save wait,
0: that. Wait, there's <laughs> these three guys that are uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat characters, too.
1: That's my... <laughs> yeah, I, that's one of my biggest <laughs> notes. It takes... It takes up a quarter of my half a page of notes. This was a big influence on Mortal Kombat. That's like his
0: henchman or whatever, the sorcerer guy.
1: Did this come out before Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Yeah. This came first. Holy cow.
0: Okay, we'll talk about that in a sec. I'm just like (laughs) adding up what's happening at the end of the movie. And I forgot what happened at the end of the movie. And all of this happened. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) This
1: is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I was. Um, um, But yeah. This movie came out July 2nd in 86, um, and it, it, it had a, a runtime that was a little confusing to me when I went to watch this movie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to everyone. Amazon's like,
2: screwing things up over there.
1: Amazon told me this was a 45-minute <laughs> sit, just turn it on, you don't got to worry about it. Jacob was like, shit, flick. I'm going to be
2: done with this fast. <laughs> I
1: was I was like, oh man, I'm going to have a whole afternoon to do whatever I want, you know? So, then I... Uh, Found us ninety nine min- ninety nine minutes, you know. So, I mean, bitch time. ain't one. <laughs> Not even a single <laughs> of those minutes is a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, what were you gonna say about the box office stuff?
1: Oh, uh, the box office. Oh, so I was gonna say that it had a uh, eighty six. Obviously, is the years. So just keep that in mind's eye. Uh, eleven point one million was uh how much it made. And it cost 19 to 25 million to make. So, not a success uh, in the least part. And this was obviously, as we tried to describe it just a moment ago, not the easiest to market film. Um, And I think it kind of ran into problems with that. But I was really interested just because as I was watching this movie, I was just like, God, they seem to have so many set pieces and so much stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. What was the inflation rate on this movie, you know? And so it was. uh, roughly uh about 60 million nowadays in terms of money um and it would have made uh 30 so just a little interesting little interesting there i don't know the
2: um um wait that sounds backwards because it made 18 million right
1: it made 11
2: <laughs> which no, equals Fox 30 million was 11 the budget yeah was. so that's how much it, oh i got it backwards it okay yeah, yeah you got it backwards. Me. Ignore It cost back. an, <laughs> <a cost laughs> an average.
1: The average between 19 and 25 is 22, so the average of that is 59.62 million. It had a uh, an increase of 170.9%. Oh,
2: okay. A dollar equals 271. Think, should we start a money podcast? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: I was just very interested, okay? I apologize. That was good.
0: It's <laughs> a very good Good couple trip. interesting things, oh. too, right.
2: about how the movie came out was it, um, it went into production and then it was released around the same time that Eddie Murphy's movie The Golden Child came out, which Never is, heard of it. Um it's like a similar thing where he's, Eddie Murphy's in like a mystical Asian what <laughs> setting thing, yeah. Um, I think this, I, I don't know which one was be- bigger at the time, but the Big Trouble in Middle China is definitely the more... Well remembered and well regarded movie. Hmm. Dang, it says what, what, the Golden Child had a budget of 149 million and it only wow. made 12. No, I got it backwards. I'm sorry. Oh my Why do they <laughs> have? What? Uh, but I I keep reading the Wikipedia backwards. The budget was 12 to 24 million and it made 149 million.
1: Wow, so it was a way bigger hit than this movie. Yeah, that's interesting.
2: And then it also came out, Big Trouble in Little China, um, just right before Aliens came out, the sequel to Alien. Um, and that was a huge movie this year. And so, like, everybody was waiting for that movie. And this, so this one wasn't really marketed as much because it was Fox who also put out the Alien movies. And so they didn't put as much effort into advertising this film.
1: Man, I really want to watch that Golden Child now just to compare it to this movie. You know, see if uh, all those people in 1986 were idiots. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never seen the Golden Child. Have you seen it, Kristen?
0: No, I haven't seen that one.
2: It has a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, so I think they were <laughs> all idiots. <laughs> yeah, because this is a 74, 70. It's
0: probably cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's really so cool, you guys. Hey, this movie is cool.
1: No, this movie, the Golden Child we're talking about, yeah,
0: yeah, it's probably cool too. <laughs> no,
2: we're talking shit, Kristen. Don't we're on do I- that. <laughs> quit, quit trying to have the back for the Golden Child, of the nineteen eighties Eddie Murphy one. movie. Um, in the movie, I mean, since it has, you know, become a cult classic, especially on home video, so it's definitely found its niche. Mm-hmm. Um. Some of our buddies Mm -hmm. over on Filmoscopy, they covered this movie not too long Mm -hmm. ago, and they all did not care for it.
0: What? How dare they? How dare they?
1: I apologize. I haven't listened to the episode, but now I'm going to listen to it as soon as we finish recording, and I will then uh, understand.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was boring, (laughs) essentially. That's what they said.
0: How rude.
2: They don't get film. Okay. We're talking films. We're talking cinema with a a giant floating eyeball sack thing. <laughs> we're dogs in <talking laughs> lighting, okay?
1: Shooting from eyeballs, <laughs> from hats.
2: Yeah, I mean, where you could think. We're talking pork chops and we're talking express, okay? <laughs> you put the two together and you have cinema. Look,
1: this movie could have picked, been picked for gambling. We would have enjoyed it, okay? This movie could have been picked for movies with little in the title. We would have enjoyed it. Has that been a theme we've done? <laughs> movies with little in the title? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so.
2: Little Whorehouse in Texas, right? And then the this. Little Whorehouse in Texas. Troll and little and then, uh, this is the second movie Kristen's picked that is about s- um, a little thing. And yeah. something in something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna choose. I'm going choose Little Nicky, and it'll complete the Little series. Wait, you? Done. We
2: have done Little Nicky. <laughs> did we watch Little Nicky? Yeah, we've covered that. Oh, okay. When we did I Adam Sandler movie.
1: I, I want to watch it again. <laughs> oh my gosh! So there we go. We have completed little, the Little series. That's the three inside. Are the three inside the three? You know. Mm. Whoa! It just blew my mind. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm full of it. Last episode, I blew your mind. This episode, blowing your mind. I'm on a roll. I might as well call me a fan, you know?
2: Okay, you're fan. a fan. Do fans blow minds? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Should we, should we talk about history <laughs> with the movie? Or do you guys have any other production or, you know, release or any facts like that?
1: I got nothing and I got no more jokes.
2: Oh, shit. We got a long ways to go, Jake.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: Okay, sorry. So, um, history. We'll talk about the history of this movie for each of us. Um,
2: wait, wait. Sorry, there is something on the production I forgot about. Ugh. Um, the <laughs> movie. You was- <laughs> you set up the segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Really quick, the movie was because Carpenter didn't write this movie. Um, and the original writers, because it's an adaptation. Um, it was set in the eight. 1880s it was a western mm-hmm. um and the studios didn't like that they wanted to mo- make it more modern and the people who originally wrote it weren't cha- wanting to change it and so they had somebody else come in and write it and there was a whole like feud between them <clears throat> and the original writers got the written by credit and the guy who f- changed the story only got an adapted by credit mm-hmm. um and the movie obviously did get changed to be set in modern times in the 80s about
1: so that messed up uh who got paid what
2: yeah probably and then um the studio also wanted carpenter to cast a big name to play jack burton and they wanted clint eastwood or jack nicholson but um they both turned it down and so he was able to get kurt russell who he wanted and kurt russell is not a big actor at this point in time not too big. He'd done, you know, a few things, but nothing that really nothing put as, him on nothing the map. As, nothing as big as Big Trouble in Little China.
1: I mean, he did The Thing.
3: I
2: love that movie. The Thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Take it away, Kristen.
0: <laughs> um. So just moving on to the history part of it Um. for each of us. Um, do you guys want me to go first or go last? I
2: want you to go second. Oh.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then one of you decide who goes first.
2: All right, I'll go first. Okay. Jacob's. <laughs> Jacob said, "Ladies first, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are um, ladies
2: to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have seen this movie one time before when Kristen one time watch it. Um. I I really like John Carpenter films, so this is one that I was glad to have watched. Um, and then rewatching it now, I really didn't remember a, a whole lot as far as the story, but I remembered the basic like structure of the movie, and I remember thinking it was funny and stuff. Um, so it was cool to rewatch it now. But yeah, this this is only the second time I've seen it.
1: This movie. Was never once seen by mine eyes before (laughs) this time. I did get it confused with, uh, forget it, Jake, it's Chinatown, or whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was this movie, and it's not this movie. So I was disappointed when that never happened.
2: Well, that's funny, because on Filmoscopy, before they picked this movie, they were... Uh, Owen was talking about picking Chinatown, <laughs> and then oh, they, c- yeah. they were talking about it, and they were confused on which movie <laughs> was which. <laughs> yeah, that's literally me, and I've never even seen either of those movies,
1: but I yeah, know yeah. that I'm confused by them both. Well, oh, Chinatown's how... good. Chinatown's probably better, really. What? Yeah. But this is this was got good.
0: I think if I was given the choice to watch Big Trouble in Little China or Chinatown, I would choose Big Trouble. So. You've never
2: seen Chinatown?
0: <laughs> I have too. Well, some of it. I saw some of it.
1: Based on title alone it's got more words so I like that better. <laughs> you, you like
2: wordy titles? Yes. More yes. words the better. If you but have a Do you, you like it title? when a character's name is Jake cuz Chinatown has that? Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking, "Am I in this
1: movie?" <laughs>
0: oh god. <clears throat> okay. I
2: I wasn't sure when it was set though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least somebody was driving a car, so you were like, okay. I know this is w- an old Western movie.
1: Yeah, but then they were like shadow demons and like mythical things. And I was like, wait a minute. Are we in the 1300s right now? You know, so I was a little confused. Had you
2: heard of this movie before, Jake?
1: Only in confusion with, forget it, Jake. <laughs> it's Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only, I, I literally, that's all I know this movie from. It's being should, confused
2: by the title. I'm going to have to <laughs> pick Chinatown at some point to watch oh, just, God. To, just to fulfill that for you. <laughs> so. I don't know
1: if what it fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll have okay. to find a, te- a theme that fits.
0: So, um, <laughs> This is a part of the infamous Dixie family um, rewatch Impossible. list. <laughs>
2: You guys had too much time on your hands. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it keeps getting longer.
0: <laughs> that's what she said. Um. So this is a movie that <laughs> we watched a lot, of course, as I was growing up. It was just whatever it was on. Um, we'd watch it on satellite. Because that's the main thing is that we had satellite, but they replayed the same movies over and over again every night.
1: Nope, and you're not forced to watch them. it off.
0: <laughs> well, what else were we gonna do? I don't know.
1: Interact with each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's not something we did. That's not their strong
1: point. That's not. What
0: but yeah, so um, I remember when I would watch this as a kid and stuff. I, I was always so scared of the eyeball thing, yeah. and of the yeti monster thing. <laughs> um those are always scary to me um but i really liked kurt russell in this movie because he was just a bumbling idiot but he was trying to like come off as the hero or whatever and it's just like he could play that role very well that's what i always thought and he was like one of my favorite characters in the movie but yeah that's cool
2: when's the last time you watched it was it a few years ago when we watched it together?
0: Yeah, I think so. I haven't, like, gone back and watched a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Cool. But, yeah. <coughs> so, Sorry, <guys>. yeah. <laughs> that's our histories. Um, so, uh, do we want to jump into our three things we want to talk about?
2: First. Word, word. First things first. Chinatown let's let's go to
1: Chinatown
3: let's
0: go to Chinatown okay do you should I start yeah I guess I was kind of talking about my first thing already about just Kurt Russell's role in this movie because okay he was like an up-and-coming star you know and he's handsome he's like strong he's built you know and he just is, like, a good, a good charismatic good guy. Yes, he has a good head of hair. But, like, um, I th- feel like a lot of people, well, guys would be intimidated by playing this kind of character. Because they are kind of coming off, like, you know, as an idiot of the movie and stuff. And not yeah. necessarily the hero of it. But, I mean, he's one of them. <laughs> Which is funny that he gets more shine for being the hero than his friend. Because <laughs> his friends just, it just seems like he was kind of like, yeah, this is normal. I just solve whatever, you know?
2: Mm. Well, and I think that it's like an interesting um, commentary on culture because of that. Like the people who are doing the work and stuff are the ones who are the one not given the credit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes to the handsome white guy <laughs> instead. <Yeah. or laughs> not even necessarily handsome, but the, you know, the heroic the white guy, white guy mm-hmm. who's, you know,
1: that was what my, uh, that was what my third thing was, was kind of your encapsulating idea there, Kristen, and kind of the tie in there to exactly what Alex was saying was how it's, it kind of is playing and poking fun at all the stereotypes almost of the 80s action hero.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and all and how they're like this big strong white man who was like wears these tight clothes, you know, and just but he's kinda just stumbling around, fumbling around, even though he looks that way, you know, and you would think he's gonna be this great action hero. And he's just kinda oh, wait, he's kinda he reminds yeah. me of um in Harry Potter Two, uh <laughs> Lock- the guy
2: who Yeah, Lockhart. That's what he oh. reminds yeah. me of. <laughs> he's a little more brave than Lockhart and more yeah. capable. But yeah. <laughs> It's funny too, cause yeah, sometimes he'll be like uh, scared, and you could tell he's scared. Yeah, <laughs> <in the movie. laughs> and he's like playing it off like he's not. It's yeah, he exp- he tries to act brave, but uh-huh. he,
1: but you could tell he's scared. Yeah, and I um uh, and I just kind of wrote this down as part of my note. Um, at first, cause at first my note was like, I was just kind of describing that I was confused at first of the whole thing about how it kind of felt like. They'd put an action hero in this movie that was written for a comedy actor to be in, and so it kind of fell off. And I, because uh, I, at one point in time, I even wrote, "Man, this would be this movie would be fantastic if this was Chris Farley instead of Kurt Russell." And I was like, "Wait a minute,
2: that's just Beverly Hills Ninja." Beverly <laughs> Hills Ninja. Uh, yeah, no, that it wouldn't work though so with a, a com a comedic person, straight comedic person in this movie, because then it would just yeah be a comedy. Like you need that person you need who's that willing bit to of, play yeah. dumb a little and play and cowardly not cowardly really but just play scared vulnerable almost yeah. yeah and
1: i wrote down that we if we're since we don't have a sequel to this movie we need a
2: remake with crims hemsworth
1: well chris have Hengler. you guys
2: heard about the supposed sequel that i don't know if it's no. ever going to happen now i've not heard so anything. in 2015 or 2016 um, Dwayne Johnson said he was making a sequel to this movie oh interesting and I was like huh I don't feel like Dwayne Johnson would play this role as as good yeah I don't think he would I, don't I think, think he takes so, himself yeah. too seriously yeah I was
3: gonna
1: say I don't think he does the humility
2: yeah
0: although huh? I, mean- I think he did like a super super good job in um Jumanji Cause he's like, he like took on that role of playing a a totally different character Mm -hmm. as another character. Like, yeah, it was just the weirdest thing, but I thought he did really good, but I don't think it would hit as well as Kurt Russell's version. Like,
2: and he still got to be the strong, capable guy in that movie, mm -hmm. even though, even though he was pretending to be a teenage boy or whatever. Yeah. Well, well,
1: his name was so stupid. Uh, Bravestone or something like that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But um, (laughs) James Wan has said he wants to remake this movie with Patrick. um, Patrick. What's his name?
0: Stewart? (laughs) No. (laughs) That would be...
3: (laughs) 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 Patrick Stewart's like eight years old. (laughs) He's
2: played the action (laughs) hero. The guy from um, The Conjuring and... James oh, Mc- John Mc- McVeigh Wilson Patrick Wilson There you Patrick go Patrick Wilson Oh shit Who I think doesn't have as much of an action hero look to him, but I think he would he could pull the role off. I just don't know if it would. He can hit sing really as well. As well. <laughs> oh really?
0: Yeah, he's in um, the Phantom of the Opera.
2: Oh, is he the Phantom?
0: No, he's oh. uh, is he the Raul. Opera? Oh, okay. was we'll he
2: the Opera? <laughs> I mean we can't talk about Kurt Russell without talking about um what he based his you know speaking style and character <laughs> style on cuz he said that he's based it on John Wayne <laughs> oh, yeah. and that I was, never, uh, like 5 never minutes into the movie I'm mind. like before I even read the trivia I'm like man he sounds like John Wayne <laughs> and then That's we hilarious. could not stop hearing it <laughs> I don't remember that
0: being a thing ever. Like, I never noticed it before. And then once you said it, I was like, he does sound like John Wayne.
1: <laughs> huh. Oh, my God. I'll have to. I'll, I feel like I have to get to rewatch this whole movie.
2: Have you just watched well, some of like his dialogue over again? Like, yeah.
0: Let me see. Mm-hmm. There was one oh, where'd it go? Oh, yeah. He's like, when he's there, him and his friend are going to go to that. Um, place where they walk in and pretend they're going to be fixing the phones or whatever. He leaves and um he says to all of them like, "Okay, you people sit tight, hold the fort and keep the home fires burning, and if we're not back yeah. by dawn, call the president." Call like, the president. That, that totally sounds like a John Wayne line. Like.
1: <laughs> See, I thought that was a script? <laughs> I mean it is, but it
3: sounds like
0: funny. But it's like totally written like it's just interesting that they were it's going to make like this John movie. Wayne. A Western yeah. at first because that totally is a thing like yeah that would fit perfectly in a Western movie
1: there's like take, took the doubt dial- they didn't update the dialogue they just like updated all the set pieces and like the action sequences They're like yeah. oh, let's
2: put some guns in here <laughs> and he's not he's not straight up doing a John Wayne impression but just like his cadence in the way he speaks yeah is like John Wayne yeah it sounds just like John Wayne in that way <clears throat> Listen here, pilgrim.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean That's my John Wayne. I wo- there you go.
2: Like I wonder if sometimes people, especially if they don't know what they're getting into with this movie, are disappointed that Kurt Russell's not the hero, the eighties hero. Um, like what did hmm. you guys think? Was it a refreshing thing or do you feel like you would have liked a straight action movie more?
0: I liked it this way. It was good.
1: Yeah, I had never seen it, obviously, so I kind of came in blind, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't really, really, I had no kind of expectations, and I kind of, when we get to our reviews, you know, that's kind of what I wrote in my review, yeah. um, and I, uh, I I, did find it refreshing, because I, uh, at first, you know, I think it took, like, half the movie for me to get it. To realize, yeah. To realize what was happening, but I think, because, but once I realized what, what was kind of happening, and they were, like, poking fun at it, mm-hmm. you know? And the whole thing, uh, I got it, and I think uh, I think it was funny and original and good, um, especially when they go down to that fight scene at the end, of that going down the tunnel, and he just like he looks like an eighty action hero, yeah, you know, and he's got like that pose, and then uh, and and he like basically does nothing the entire time they're down there, and it's just like, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's it's funny
2: the first moment he has to look like a big action hero, is at the airport with the two guys and mm-hmm. he goes up to him and he's ready and then they pull out weapons. And he's like, what, where did you get those? And then he's, like, he's <laughs> what? like, what do I do? I don't know what to do. And it's, um, <laughs> like, especially if you don't know, you're like, oh, what, this is weird. But yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, so nope, he <laughs> is not the, the hero. Um, and it's interesting cause the studio, they asked John Carpenter, he's like, can you make him be seem more heroic and stuff? And so, they added that very opening scene where um, what was his name, Egg? Egg, yeah. He's talking Um, to a lawyer? Talking to a lawyer about... Makes makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. Are they going to jail, I guess, because of people dying? I don't know. But he's like, don't bring Jack Burton into this. He's a hero. And so I guess it was their way to do that. But I feel like it just confused the... Yeah, um, I was confused. ...impression. But I feel like it helps to... Push the commentary even more because even they, even you know the underutilized people, sometimes they're like, "Oh no, he helped uh, like they did it," you know, and that happens sometimes too. So I, I think it's ultimately a successful scene, but it was put in for the wrong reasons. I think. I didn't get why
1: uh, this guy who was like ancient needs a lawyer. <laughs> Have you ever seen <laughs> he magic just, before? He just he just <laughs> defeated his like uh, his like rival from centuries. Like <laughs> I gotta get a lawyer, man.
2: Maybe all those people were like, man, we got a lawyer. Let's sue these guys who killed <laughs> us.
3: <laughs> oh gosh,
1: so much heritage. He? <laughs> he he owns the whole block. So yeah.
0: yeah, that's pretty. That's cool. Okay, who's next?
2: I'll go next. Yeah, because that was already that was one of my things too. So, since talking about Kurt Russell, I feel like we also got to talk about the director John Carpenter. Where's my <laughs> hammer and what? At? <laughs> so I love John Carpenter. I've seen most of his movies. I have not seen his later three. I think are the only ones I have not seen. Let me look at his filmography really fast. Yeah, I don't. I haven't know seen his seen very first movie, and I have not seen his last three and i have not seen memoirs of an invisible man with chevy chase i have not seen that movie um but i've seen everything else i really like his films um some of for for anyone who doesn't know some of his classics halloween 1978 halloween assault on precinct 13 um the thing with kurt russell escape from new york with kurt russell um he did Stephen King's Christine. They Live with Roddy Piper. So he's done some really good ones.
1: I, uh, I've I seen approximately two of these.
2: Which ones have you seen?
1: Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. And Halloween. Those are you
0: the only se- two you've seen?
2: You haven't seen They Live? Nope. Or oh Christine
0: man. or Escape from New York or the thing.
2: Huh. Nope. Jacob, you I remember s- on I've seen Teen Halloween? I've
1: seen uh, I've seen Home Alone 2. Escape from New York, is that what that's called?
2: No, Lost in New York. <laughs> oh, Lost in New York. I seen Jacob, that. do you remember on Aqua Teen Hunger Force when um, Meatwad gets all smart and Shake is scared of him and he's like Um Meatwad's like, say it and Shake's like, You're Duke of New York,
0: a eh, number one
2: uh huh. That's from Escape from New York. <laughs> okay.
0: Those movies See, I are fun. Was just
2: funny. Because yeah, then
0: I, there's the sequel, Escape from L.A.
2: with mm. Kurt Russell again. Mm-hmm. Um, made Man, like 15 years later. <laughs> and Escape from L.A. is bonkers. Escape from New York's bonkers too, <laughs> but it's like a grounded bonkers. And Escape from L.A. is just
1: insane. <laughs> hmm. I feel like uh. Directors back then had a lot more freedom than I feel like, uh, or maybe not even just freedom, but like movies were just way more original back then. And yeah, things are just people have more freedom.
3: Well,
1: I will I say mean,
0: that like John Carpenter's Halloween is like my favorite, like scary, you know, Halloween mo- or Halloween mm-hmm. holiday <laughs> movie. And we didn't watch it this year, and I feel really sad that we didn't watch it for we watched the, the thing, Halloween though. season. I you guys know. you already put your Christmas tree up. The out. thing was Dang. way good.
2: The thing's my favorite John Carpenter movie. That was
0: a good movie. Then I actually the jump scares got me this time. That was pretty funny.
1: <laughs> the only um, thing I know is from Fantastic Four.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's the same. It's the same thing. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but what I was gonna say about John Carpenter is, you know, his first movies that hit were, like, really independent movies. Like, he didn't make his first studio movie until The Thing. Um, And The Thing wasn't really much of a hit. And then Universal let him go, and then he made a couple movies for Columbia that weren't as big. And then Fox brought him in to do Big Troll in Little China, and that one failed a little bit. And he kind of became disillusioned with the whole studio thing because the next two movies he made were independent movies again with... Um, Prince of Darkness, which is a horror movie, and then They Live, which is the Roddy Piper movie. Uh-huh. I'm surprised you haven't seen that, Jacob. That's a really fun movie. Oh,
1: I remember what my old my, my other theme was going to be now. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny.
2: Um, but then oh, ca- real
0: quick. Wait, that we're talking yeah. about They Live. Can I tell my favorite <laughs> joke from Captain Underpants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh, well, tell so, the line from They Live okay. first. Okay, <laughs> so um What?
2: Make sure um, everybody knows the line from They Live. Well, yeah.
0: Okay. So there's a line from They Live that's very popular where he's like, "What is he, I'm here to kick.
2: I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum.
0: Yeah. So that's the line. But I'm all um, out our of bubble kids, gum, he says. <laughs> yeah. Our kids watch the show on uh, Netflix, uh, Captain Underpants. It's hilarious. But <laughs> there's a line where he's like, I came here to fix toilets and chew bubble gum, and I swallowed my gum. It's just like <laughs> the funniest thing to me. I don't know why, but I get way too interested in that show. Even if <laughs> I'm doing whatever else, I'll watch the show with them.
2: It's funny because she'll talk about that show. I'm like, I don't. I literally pay no attention when the kids happen. It <laughs> <on." laughs>
0: it's just great. It's just the coolest, like just references that they do. Because obviously, they know parents are probably catching a piece or whatever of the show and that would just makes me laugh so hard i don't know why
1: that's uh that's one of those lines that I, I don't know even though know what that movie is mm-hmm. um but i know but that know, line
2: the line's yeah. iconic yeah it's a good movie it's uh it's, and john carpenter because he's very you know um sci-fi uh horror is also a big thing um he And his movies are, he grounds them, though, in, like, a a reality and in a social commentary. Like, if you watch any of his movies, they're all a social commentary on things. I mean, they live, the whole point of that movie is that there's, like, aliens or something amongst us who are controlling, like, it's that whole, you know, secret society, Illuminati-style thing. And then and They Live, he gets sunglasses where he can see them <laughs> and stuff.
1: Oh, man, I got to watch this movie.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's right up my alley. I mean, Halloween is one, too. I mean, it's somebody coming into the suburbs, and it's hor- horror in the suburbs, and, like, especially in that time, like, the late 70s. Yeah, I know? love whores in the suburbs in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you don't really know much about John Carpenter, Jake J- um how do you feel about him, Kristen? You've seen some of his movies.
0: I like his movies. I actually want to watch more of a I'm going to make a list of like which ones I want to watch cuz I think I've seen let's see.
2: I know I talk Escape about Starman a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah I haven't seen that one
2: which is like if John carpenter made a Steven Spielberg movie it's very interesting did, you, did I
0: watch some of that with you or was
2: I think so yeah I, I did I
0: did watch some of that with you yeah um let's see two three four
2: five I'll tell you my six. top
0: I've seen six of his movies
2: I'll tell you my top seven really fast just because seventh is big trouble in Little China so if you're interested in John Carpenter, these are the ones that I think are better than this one, is The Thing, Halloween, Assault on Precinct 13, They Live, Starman, which people are going to be crazy that I think that movie's so good, but I really <laughs> like that movie, and Escape from New York. I,
1: uh, what's Chris's top six? I don't think um. she's rank, ranked them.
0: Yeah, I don't have them ranked. I know Halloween's number one. I know that. Um, but other than that. <laughs> and this is
1: number two. <laughs> um,
0: I think, yeah, it might be. <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's something about them. It's just a feeling that you get when you're watching it. He, I don't know. He
2: creates such an it's atmosphere. It's
0: like they're cozy or something. It's weird.
2: I think, I, I've said this in a review, not for this movie, but. A John Carpenter movie I watched. I was I called him like the king of atmosphere because I think he does such a great job creating atmosphere in film. You especially know people thinking that movies are 70s, cozy
0: is sorry that <laughs> people thinking movies that are cozy because we all listen to Gorley and Rust and they talk about cozy scary movies and stuff. It's so weird that people don't like more people don't feel that way about movies a lot because I brought that up when I said that Halloween because we did like this. Halloween scary movie bracket thing at work and a lot of people are like why'd you choose Halloween and I was like because it's it's just I don't know it makes me feel cozy when I'm watching it and they were like cozy like it's a scary movie and I was like it's not that scary and it just I don't know there's a feeling with it.
1: I don't know if I uh associate any co uh, if I know the coziness I know they talk about it you know mm-hmm. But I don't know if I ever
2: feel felt it you know it's just yeah. like something about, like, um, Paul says this a lot. He's like, if you just watch the first 30 minutes of a horror movie, especially like an 80s horror movie, it's the happiest movie in the world. Because, like, it's just a like Halloween. For example, Laurie Strode on on Halloween, hanging out with her friends at school and then going to babysit some kids and carving a jack. Like, it's so cozy and stuff. Yeah, the first part. And I think that's what it com- that's what it comes down to. It's like they and this is how I feel about horror movies because I know you guys aren't. Really I, was say, I feel like fans. every horror
1: movie does that though. But has the, like it's, the first entrance, the
2: se- the setting, and just the the way it's shot and stuff is and Coes. I think you don't get it as much later. I feel like it was something about the way '70s and '80s movies were shot. Well, they have like see that what I was gonna say is look. is
1: it is it because of the where the technology was or is it because of he's doing something specific? You know, I think,
2: I think it's both. Cause there you have, then you have movies like the fly, which are from around the same time. And it's like body horror. And I don't feel like those are very cozy. Um, yeah. But it's a little bit of both. Cause I feel like if you made the same, if you made Halloween exactly the same now, it wouldn't feel as cozy because everything's so clear and crisp and mm-hmm. refined. Like it, it's definitely a combination of the two. But I feel like with horror movies, sometimes it's like, it, especially if you enjoy them, it's a controlled experience for you to en- enjoy the feeling of being scared without actually be worrying about anything. And so it, it's kind of like a cozy way to experience fear a little bit. Yeah, mm. I'm a, I'm am obviously not a horror guy,
1: so mm-hmm. I just I don't get it on the same level. Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm like definitely Alex knows i mean you know too that i don't enjoy scary movies as much either like it's just weird that i find i see that coziness in the halloween movie i also like the first nightmare on elm street i like the first friday the 13th like those ones it's just because like i don't know there's the way that it's shot and you know especially during the time and everything it just feels like to me everything's fake like <laughs> i don't know it's weird it's but like nowadays <laughs> yeah i just can't watch i guess it's the, not like i don't know like i don't think it could happen like it's just weird i don't know because yeah, i'm I, like the first one to like strictly no scary movies
2: especially recent ones
0: oh yeah mm. well anything I watched supernatural no way No hereditary
2: last year earlier this year <laughs> and like You came home when I was still watching it, and you, like, went and hid in the kitchen.
0: (laughs) I know, and I, like, listened to music because I was, like, I cannot, like, hear it. I can't see it. Otherwise, it's going to get stuck in my head, and I'm going to freak myself out. (laughs) Well,
1: just think about how technology is, like, from those, like, 80s movies to how it's progressing. Not only from those movies, but in the future where it's going to be, like, all, like, VR and, like... You're going to be like how they have, like, the, you know, obviously the uh, sphere in Vegas, but like if movies change into something like that, where it's like more of an exclusive, uh, like an inclusive, like, uh, well, and it's interesting you,
2: you say that too, Jake, because I like watching scary movies. I have a hard time anytime I've tried to play, like, Silent Hill or anything. I'm like, this is too much for me. I'm too into yeah. it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Freaking out the whole time. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> That's why I can't play, like, The Last of Us. I could not play that game. Yeah, like- <laughs> See, I,
2: Last of Us, I don't feel like, goes as far. But, yeah, it definitely gets a little stressful. It's <laughs> interesting. I feel like we're off on a tangent a little bit. But, yeah, um, sorry about that. <laughs> another thing with John Carpenter, because Gorley and Russ talk about it all the time, is Dean Cundey as their director of photography, the way he shoots stuff. And they use yeah. he's the director of photography in this movie. And so you get that same style.
1: I didn't. Uh, I didn't have a ton of notes about it, but I. I wrote down in one part where they have the, uh, the lighting where it's coming through and it's hitting, at the very beginning, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hitting his eyes, and i it's just like, man, this is already shot, just
2: well, you know. Yeah. So that was my. That's like initial as soon as you get in the movie, you know. Yeah, for sure. I love the set pieces that you get with it too, like in the way they shoot them. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. I lo- one of that's... my favorite parts is when. They get through the sewer and they're coming up like, okay, we just got to go out this door. It's going to be clear. We do this. It's going to be fine. Uh-huh. And then he opens the door and they're all waiting there and he shuts it. He <laughs> <laughs> Everybody he's hide. So yeah. He's like, go, go, go. <laughs> they only saw me. <laughs> um,
0: talking about like the set piece, does that include like the practical effects and special effects of the movie? Um, or is that like totally different? Okay. Because that was one of my it's things. Different, so but me and like Kristen like chose like the
1: same two. things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to that guys. I think I think we're done with Mr. Carpenter. <laughs>
0: okay. Um well, I th- I love like the 80s movies. Like the whole like they're just it was great that they tried so hard to do movies with what they had. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it's just the best. I love it. And like the monsters in this like they're totally you know. They
1: look so bad. Yeah, they like, look so bad, so bad but, I think but it's so great. <laughs>
0: like I love it, and uh, I mean it scared I wrote me up when I was a kid when I watched this.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, first time watcher, I, I was like, oh god, what is that? You know, when when it popped out,
0: <laughs> when uh, the yeti run,
1: pulls
2: her into the room for the
1: first time. Me of this thing, you know, just trying to get me. Um, yeah, yeah, you Cre- creatures? All the creatures are just like. And it's almost like um, in the eighties, you know, they obviously they obviously couldn't do CGI or what although they seem to have done puppeteering here, which looks kinda like CGI. <laughs> which freaked well, me out it's that just a that,
2: way of doing it, yeah, without Yeah it's
1: just a way of doing it. And but it it almost reminded me of Mordok Mordoc in Yeah, uh, Modoc. Yeah, Modoc. it almost reminded me of that.
2: Um, when the guy uh, blows himself up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was oh. like, what? <laughs>
0: he's,
2: he to, he's so mad, I guess. He's frustrated. He can't get I saw
0: a thing in the um, trivia that said, for the film's many fight scenes, John Carpenter worked with martial arts choreographer James Liu, who planned every scene in detail. Carpenter stated... I used every cheap gag, trampolines, wires, reverse movements and upside down sets. It was much like photographing a dance. Mm-hmm. And it's just like cuz obviously yeah. you could tell like when like they're doing the big fight and the um uh, his friend Wing, is that his name?
1: He's flying.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're like flying at each <laughs> like. Yeah. like I was like this is perfect. It's so cheesy, but it's just perfect. I loved it.
1: Well, that's kind of the thing is that, like, they're practical effects, you know, a lot of them. And so they're uh, – look it looks relatively, like, realistic. And then it just kind of has this, like, over-the-top kind of nonsense mm-hmm. that just, like, makes it look <laughs> cheesy. And it's just
2: like, man, this is almost a perfect combination, you know? I think it's – because with CGI, I get why they use it. It's cheaper. It's easier. I don't know if it's cheaper all the way. I think it's more but... expensive. when Because that's what I was getting me so focused on the budget. Because yeah. I was just like, man, it feels
1: like you could make... I feel like there's so much more here good, than I you would get to do. I would probably
2: say like, good CGI is more expensive. But yeah. You could do like that Stay Alive movie level CGI. Probably pretty cheap. Um, but like both of them look super fake. CGI... I mean, sometimes they play it off really well, but most of the time it doesn't look as real. And then the puppeteering stuff doesn't look as real. Like that Yeti, like you said, looks really bad. Um, (laughs) And I'd rather look at the thing that, you know, somebody created to be a creature and see it it in the real textures of it and stuff than look at the CGI imagery.
1: I will say somebody did make the CGI thing still, you know. And it is still, even though you're working on a computer, it is still a lot of hours and a lot of time. Yeah, after, no,
2: and, you know. you know, the work they do, it's not about that or the effort yeah. they put into it. It's just about the end product just doesn't hit. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> I, and I think, um, it, for some reason, I always keep thinking about Thor, Rag, is it not Ragnarok, but uh, Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. and the way they shot that in like, that 360 type of thing. And mm-hmm. for me, that almost looks like it's... Um, it's just so unison, you know, that you can almost not even tell. Yeah, uh, and that is almost like a next level type thing. Whereas, in my at least in my opinion, um, I think it's like, so, yeah, so and good, I think but...
2: CGI's got its place for sure. It, it it's when they try to put too much, like with the Ant Man Quantum Mania. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was hard to enjoy it as much because it was so over the top with the cgi yeah. i have no
0: idea what you're talking about with that <laughs>
2: you gotta watch that well <laughs> yeah you gotta watch that one and
1: and totally like with with modok like we talked about and mm-hmm. even uh even some of the other creatures
2: and stuff like that yeah um in the environment like i didn't uh, i watched um what's that dark crystal last year and it's like a puppet Movie, yeah, with was almost. all
0: puppetry. Yeah. And I'm
2: like, I'd rather watch that sometimes than something all CGI'd yeah. like crazy. And I definitely think we are like CGI burnt out,
1: you know, yeah. in terms of movies. And I think that's kind of hitting a uh, almost a cultural element. And then with AI and the development of AI and how quickly AI is almost taking over um, in terms of production and being able to create things mm-hmm. so quickly and automatically. And it's almost... Uh, I think it's almost like we're hitting a point, and I don't know anything, you know, obviously, but yeah. we're hitting a point where it's going to be almost so cheap to do things now with that kind of stuff that we're not really going to have a lot of practical effects because it won't make much sense in terms of money.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see because uh, that's the whole big thing with the strikes going on is like yeah. how AI is utilized and stuff. Yeah, well, because they can literally like take their voice and literally recreate them as people. hmm um something that i always think of too talking about special effects because everybody talks about jurassic park because that was like the first Mm -hmm. major cgi but if you go back and watch jurassic park like i think a lot of the reason that works so much is because he used cgi with the practical effects it wasn't whenever there was a scene where it was all a cgi thing it looks really bad but it went the moments like that he uses cgi and a practical effect together it looks really good um and there's just something about the way that you combine them, I think, that makes a big uh, difference. Yeah, I also think
1: that the fact that they like recreated real dinosaurs mm-hmm. and like yeah, it was it crazy how the they did that for real. Yeah. yeah, for real. And like they made a amusement park, that was crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I cannot believe they killed those people just for the movie too.
1: Just for the movie, just to film it, you know. That
2: Poor crazy, Samuel man. Jackson. Oh, that's fine. They have they have a. Uh, A, uh,
1: God, what the fuck is they called? The, did you watch Secret Invasion? No. Oh, man. I haven't watched, I
2: literally haven't watched any Marvel stuff since Ant-Man Quantumania.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, Loki 2 season, Loki season, season two is out.
2: I know. I haven't watched any of it. I did watch the trailer for Echo. That looks pretty cool.
1: I have not watched the trailer for Echo yet. I've seen the trailer for Marvels a few times, though
2: yeah <clears> that's good i should watch it maybe i'll download those because i'm flying to connecticut on tuesday and watch some secret invasion or something secret invasion is good what Kristen? <laughs> this
0: is funny you guys are turning this into like a regular conversation <laughs> oh.
2: all right sorry we're doing a podcast Chris- guys so Kristen, back to <laughs> practical <laughs> effects um what do you think about those
0: <laughs> i said i love them <laughs>
2: she loves them alex
0: i love them it was her they thing though best. i feel like
2: i took i took it away from her so. no it's fine Here's- like
0: that's i just wanted us to talk about it because i do think that it was used great and that's why i said that i love like 80s movies and stuff because they were being so imaginative with everything and they utilized what they could and then like a lot of people always give them bad reps on it because it's like oh, it looks so fake, whatever you know. It's like yeah, because they didn't have CGI back then. They didn't have mm-hmm. all these cool special effects or whatever. They had yeah. to do with what they had, like you Definitely.
2: know. Definitely, and I, and it's enjoyable because nobody sees. I mean, I guess sometimes you're like, oh wow, is that real or is that CGI? But most of the time, you're like, oh look at that CGI. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think the whole idea, you know, you, with movies, you have to go in with a
1: suspension of disbelief. you know? Yeah. And so whether it's CGI, whether it's practical effects that don't look all that perfect, you know, you have to enter in with a suspension of disbelief where you're watching a movie, you're watching entertainment, you're entering that world, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Very true. Here's my only thing about the effects that I have left. Was it CGI or was it practical when he drifted the 18-wheeler?
2: Was that... I don't I don't remember that I mean it he w- drifted it into an alleyway oh yeah yeah that was probably either real or it was a um it
0: was magic micro set <laughs>
2: thing you know? I
1: was like I was like Alex is with dad right now I need him to turn a little china sorry ask him if this is realistic
2: <laughs> yeah dad was over here complaining about uh all the cheating and <laughs> the pay-per-view today
0: that's yeah. like normal, Alex. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not, fun like, like, to watch Roman it with him Reigns because one?
2: he's he he knows it's fake. He gets all that, but he still is like, God damn it! He's, like,
1: he's like a little <laughs> kid, except he's an angry little man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: god! Okay, yeah, he doesn't next? really like LA Knight, though. Oh. So. He
2: doesn't like LA Knight. No, because he's like that ah, guy was with all those weird maximum male models. Now he's doing this. <laughs> oh like he holds a uh he holds a beef with him because of his his past. I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um Well that was your thing too, also, Jacob.
1: Hell yeah it was. <laughs> Pisces sticking together,
2: boy. Um I guess my next thing then would be the lore of the story. Um uh,
0: that's my thing.
2: <laughs> oh, um, was it hard to follow? What did you guys think? Because there's a lot going it was, on. Yeah,
0: I don't look too much into that part of the movie. <laughs> I'm just I, like, okay, sorcerer, magic, mystical.
2: This guy's whatever. A, like he's dead, but he's alive, but he needs to die.
1: <laughs> I totally it's followed. Very confusing. It. <laughs> I was I was on board with it 100. percent That's the part that I was into the most. I uh, I, I was all about Lopan. I was all mm-hmm. about how he could. Oh, you were on in. his side. I was. I was on his side. I was like, look <laughs> at that fucking nail he's got going on. You know, he is like, look at I'm old. I need green eyes. You know, uh-huh. makes sense to me. So yeah. <laughs> um. Mortal Kombat stuff was interesting, very confusing,
2: on that. But I, I, uh, I don't know if they did a well, good and, job Well, and of you you thought Mortal Kombat came first then too, right? Yeah. So you were like, oh, they're just ripping off I was just like, they're ripping him. off Mortal Kombat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally wrote down at first, oh, great, this is a, uh, I, I wrote, when Egg was showing his his powers into yeah. the lawyer, I was like, oh, shit, is he a mutant? He's like, oh, this is an X-Men movie, you know? And then uh, later on it turned into Mortal Kombat. So it was a pretty interesting ride I was on when i was watching this movie um but the i don't know how much ch- actual chinese lore they follow cuz i've never heard of any of these creatures or oh, seen I'm any of sure these it's creatures not.
2: i bet it's not it was written by white guys so <laughs> so that's a little disappointing <laughs> to me but yeah i was following along pretty good and i think they've acknowledged like cuz there's been some like why would they write a story about asian people with a white director and white writers and stuff mm-hmm. but i feel like that's obviously true. Um, but I think they were trying to tell a story for the right reasons of, you know, the commentary that they had on... Uh,
1: I like their diversity of the mm-hmm. cast, you know?
2: Yeah. I read, too, that they John Carpenter had wanted to cast Jackie Chan as Wang, but they yeah. didn't think he could speak clearly enough for his English to play the role, which is interesting.
1: Do you even understand the words that come out of my mouth?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um the the uh nail thing you want to talk about that jacob well my my my
1: my last thing is that lopan is unhinged oh so okay so if we just want to talk about lopan no no we can, wait a second. we can wait
2: a second right. um so what's the deal with the yeti and in, in that i didn't did that ever get explained nope like <laughs> that yeti's there
0: yeah that's that was it was something <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was trying to figure out if he was just a
1: mythical creature from Chinese lore. And I couldn't find anything about him.
2: Yeah. And I get the eyeball thing. I guess he created it to be his eyes. And it's funny. He doesn't use it till, you know, Til they two show thirds up. through the way of the movie. He's like, oh, I need this eyeball thing. And then, and then they can't get away from the eyeball thing.
1: <laughs> and they don't uh, like the eyeball thing doesn't like see anything for him. it just like. He's like, oh
2: shit! I can feel something in my brain, you know, which is interesting. Yeah, but um, the whole thing where he's, because he's too old, he's just living because he can't die, I guess. Yep. But yeah, then he's cursed he, to the world. He, he's, then he's like, I'm gonna marry both of them so I can sacrifice one, and I can still live on Earth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because in order to get his flesh and blood back, he has to sacrifice a green-eyed bride of his because mm-hmm. he basically has to be in in punishment. So the idea, I think, is that he has to marry somebody, fall in love with it, or whatever, and yeah. sacrifice it so that way he can live his life so he's still punished, and he's uh, basically tricking the god or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. being the best of both worlds. There's um- the
0: best. Both Which yeah there was a total <laughs> hannah montana
1: off involved on this
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's a episode of gorley and russ that i was listening to today um where they they talk about because they're referencing the movie they're watching but they say this is like an icebox movie mm-hmm. um and it's like a movie where you watch it and you're like oh that was cool and then like later that night while well, you're i think maybe it was something alfred hitchcock coined but um when you're eating a snack at the fridge at the ice box you're like well wait a second that didn't make a lot of sense yeah and i was like that's how i feel with this movie i'm like wait (laughs) where did that yeti come from but when it's happening i'm like oh man man, there's a there's a freaking yeti there we gotta fight him
1: that's how i feel about a lot of movies yeah (laughs) in the movie i'm watching i'm like man i love this movie and then when somebody (laughs) asked me about it like wait a minute you like that movie or that like What about that? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. You're totally right. That movie sucks. (laughs) I love that movie, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I just never go to my icebox, I guess, and think about it. Think about it it yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, That's all I really need to say about the lore, too, is it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's cool. It's interesting, you know, how much the Mortal Kombat creators took from this. Because they took a lot, like, the whole... Johnny Cage thing was supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme from Kickboxer and stuff, you know, um, and then this movie for Raiden, and I think for um, um oh my God, the main guy Luke Luke Kang as as Wang, you know, mm-hmm. essentially, um, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, th-
1: I I definitely think that's interesting, especially because isn't Mortal Kombat what where was that created? like uh what the creators of that? Ka, yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. they mm-hmm.
2: They're two white guys, who made. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's lame, everything's so lame. <laughs> I mean, there's Japanese fighting games, Tekken, that's from Japan.
0: We met one of the guys who created Mortal Kombat.
2: Yeah, yeah I, Boon. Knew, I knew that. I th- See, I thought that I had the seen coolest pictures
0: thing of ever. <laughs> it.
1: And I thought there was people of uh Asian descent there.
2: Nope. <laughs> there's a bunch there of there white guys it. <laughs> It was cool because one, um, one guy was coming b- coming back from, I guess, a work trip, and he was talking about filming. Um, do you remember Co- Conan's video game thing he used to do? Conan O'Brien. Conan, Conan O'Brien. Right. Why am I saying Conan? Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I was like, Conan? Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> Conan from WCW. I was like, was it was Conan, Conan from WCW. No, no, no. no so Conan, so like, Conan O'Brien, he used to do that video game segment where he'd play a game. Yeah, where he'd play the game. Oh, I forgot about gamer. that, that he did well, that. The guy was talking about filming that with um mortal kombat x and marshawn lynch yeah like, i watched that i watched yeah, that on uh it was cool. Was i
0: there when that guy was talking uh-huh. about that because i don't remember that at all yeah
2: <laughs> i think i might have bought
1: that game solely because of that video
2: Yeah, it, it, i love mortal kombat I, i'm gonna wait till the new one gets cheaper to buy it but
1: i see i've never really been a big like because i think i like missed the whole arcade
2: thing mm-hmm.
1: you know i don't really yeah. remember it much Um, And are definitely not as a kid, so I think I missed out out on all of that. Well, I remember Uh, you
2: bought Mortal Kombat Armageddon at one point. Well,
1: I think I was, I think so. I think I think that game sucked. Yeah, and I was uh, like, this is what I I was like. This is what the fuss is about. This is so stupid. And I think after (laughs) that, you know, I just kind of like didn't really. Yeah, I can can never get invested in it, you know, because that's Uh, almost a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah,
2: have you played Mortal Kombat? And I bought X. I have eggs. Stuff. They're
1: fun. I don't I, I I'm not very off, good I...
2: at I don't think I'm very good at the fighting games. Um but I like playing them through the story. And there's something yeah. about the crypt thing where you unlock stuff and everything that just I'll be, well, I'll play it for like an is... hour and I'll be like, Oh my god, what am I doing? I, this game has nothing to do with anything. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think the crypt uh, the crypt in the arcade mode where you like are doing the <coughs> trying to fight the tower or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I've done those um, before and with X, and I, I like it's okay, but yeah. it's not like I don't think I, I don't have that nostalgia, you know. So it's not it's not anything amazing to me, you know. I don't know the story as well as obviously Lance or you or yeah other other, other people. So
2: hey, really quick about the lore. I also wrote a giant yeti and a fish monster. Was there a fish monster? I don't remember. that.
0: Oh, the, it, jump, it jumped out of the – there was, like, a cave in, like, the – they were under Chinatown.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And it, he's like, just what? all of a sudden came out of the cave him, wall. And then yeah. Egg
1: throws, like, a bomb on him, and he's like, he's like, come on. He's like, wait, what was that? He's like, come on.
0: He's like, he won't do that again.
2: <laughs> I don't even remember that, it but I remember it down. <laughs> Okay. That's it for my lore unless you guys w- wanted to say anything else about it.
1: Yeah, I don't got anything on the lore. I just uh my my thing the is is Pan is my last my last of my three things and that's k- kind of tied to the lore cuz he's a you know. Yeah. The guy but it wasn't really about his background. It was about all the just bad shit crazy shit he does and all of his the things he says. He is just, he's unhinged. <laughs> Low pan, this,
2: Yeah, Lopan. Well, let's Peace talk about too, He's played by James Hong, and I feel like James Hong has been playing old people for a very long time. <laughs> well, that's literally what I said like the, when I looked up who that guy was. Yeah, was like, that guy's so old.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: He's awesome, though. I love James Hong
1: because
0: yeah, he was he's in that.
1: Great. He was in that one movie um, that got awards, right? Um, yeah, everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, yes, yes. That movie.
2: Yeah, and he's definitely old. He's 94. That's how old he is now.
0: Wow. Anyway. He's in Kung Fu Panda.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. He plays his dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's in, he's also in The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy.
0: Oh, and Egg <laughs> is in that too. The guy oh, who really? plays Egg. Yeah, I saw that on the
2: James Hong's in Blade Runner, your guys' favorite movie.
0: Oh, good.
1: That's a, that's a movie, all right. He's also in Balls of Fury, which is you know a great movie. Oh, is it? Oh,
0: good. <laughs> I, I forgot about that movie. That
2: movie. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. So you like you really like James? Uh, not James song uh, What's the name? Lopan. <laughs> yeah, Lopan's like, like Lo Shang Pan. Song too from Mortal Kombat. So. Okay, because he's like don't know ste- stealing like people's souls and stuff. Um
1: yeah he's definitely creepy his little his little pinky nail where he is like growing it out is weird and then like the way he is like uh, kind of I, I should have written down more of his quotes I didn't write down many of his quotes but he just like says some like off the wall stuff let me see if I can find yeah some stuff um, I, I, I looked up some Jack
2: Burton quotes but not Lopan quotes well, and what is does Lopan, what does Jack call him? It's really funny, whatever he calls him. I can't remember. I'm not sure. Dave, because his name's David Lopan, so he calls him Dave. He keeps calling him Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> oh, like, and just, like,
1: uh, and he kind of plays off of almost in the w- same way that uh, Jack Burton, uh, pl- like, kind of, like, is dumb, you know? um the low pan is almost like in the super in that in that villain role where he's just like almost kind of dumb it's himself you know it's like yeah you're just gonna take over the world and he's like yes that's what i'm gonna do just take over the world you know indeed you know just stuff like that
2: it's just like uh totally uh he's a, he's a, a crazy person <laughs> yeah exactly you
1: could have a me, egg shed and he's just like dismissing him he's like, yeah just, you know I don't know I
2: just love little ben. yeah he's a very good villain and his whole switching character' because he'll be the feeble old man who's mm-hmm. you're just like just kill the old guy and then he'll be the creepy like mystical with the face paint or yeah yeah definitely. My bad. I should have more notes down for it. <laughs>
0: That's all good.
2: <laughs> well, here's a here's a quote. Jack Burton's like, I don't get this at all. I thought Lopan, and then Lopan interrupts him and he says, shut up, Mr. Burton. You are not brought upon this world to get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's stuff <laughs> like that. It's just like, that, or I just thought of one when, when, like, after that scene, he's his uh, Jack and Wang's friends show up, and Lopan's like, who is this up here? And he's like... That pisses me off. Like, oh, these are yeah, your fans? Yeah, that, that pisses me <laughs> off. That just pisses me off.
1: I was just like, this, I was like, this guy is like a meme, a walking meme the whole time <laughs> is what I felt like was happening. And like oh, when they had like the okay. whole uh, burning blade ceremony or whatever it was, um, and he's just like sitting in his chair, and he's like, you go now. <laughs> just like, yeah. I oh, don't know. just like.
2: Well, here's a line. Jack Burton says, and you can go on to rule the universe from beyond the grave. And Lopan's like, indeed. And yeah. Jack Burton's like, or check into a psych ward, whatever comes first. <laughs> and then Wang is like, Jack, will you? And Jack interrupts him. He's like, Jack, what? I'm supposed to buy this shit? 2,000 years, he can't find one broad to fit the bill. Come on, Dave. You must be doing something seriously wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think this is a good movie.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of, are we. Is there anything more with Lopin?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna get those same nails.
0: Okay. Oh
2: god. <laughs> I mean what is that, a coke nail, right?
1: It's a Coke. that's a that's a coke <laughs> nail, all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, kind of jumping off of that topic, well bouncing off of it, not jumping off of it. Bouncing off of it. Um, what was your guys' favorite quote in this movie?
2: Well, My third thing wasn't even just quotes, but just the funniest parts of the movie, too. Because I feel like a lot of the humor (laughs) was the, you know, physical humor. Okay,
0: let's do that then. We'll do quotes and funny moments.
2: (laughs) I love the part when they're getting ready for the whole big battle at the end. And Jack's, like, saying, come on, let's go, let's do this. And he points his gun up in the air and shoots it. And puts a hole in the ceiling and it falls down and knocks him out. (laughs) And he misses the first, like, like, five minutes of the the fight.
0: Where, um, after, when they're trying to get all those girls out of there and stuff, and when he opens the door and it's the gang that's yeah. there, he everybody goes and hides, and he gets his knife, and he, like, goes to, like, grab it in his hand, but he flings it off, <laughs> yeah. and he has to go find it, and uh, his While he's doing wing, that, like, heats yeah. up everybody, and he finally comes back.
1: <laughs> Everybody's done. There's also the part where he gets the gun, and he tries to shoot it, and it's on, it's on... The safety's on? Yeah, safety's oh,
2: yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wrote that oh, down. Man. Safety. Oh, and he's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the, in the final battle, too, because he wakes up, and then he's fighting that one big guy, and he's like, uses his knife on his ankle By to his stab shoes? him. And then he's stuck to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> He just, like, it'll go to the battle, and people will be fighting, and then it'll go to him, and he's just like, Ugh, I can't get this guy off of me.
1: Yeah, they had some really good humor, humorous moments like that in there.
2: I love the part, too, when he first, like, he's going to confront Lopan, the very last, you know, confrontation, and he throws the knife at him, and he just misses him entirely. <laughs> Those little all knives. Uh, I really like the part
1: in terms of funny parts when they're going to the whorehouse and he goes in there with his
2: glasses on. and he's just Oh, like, yeah. All like nerdy or whatnot. <laughs> and there's the um, Grace, the Kim Kachal character. She's like, I'd, I'd go with you. <laughs> but he's like, I, I know there's something wrong with your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. There's some good ones. Oh, the part in the when they're like stuck in the truck and Wing is like don't look Jack and he's like I already did <laughs> 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 oh yeah, man are, what, those I mean, are moments other, are just great do you guys have any other quotes too
1: my only other quote is uh, what you got here is two people dragging a third that's the only quote I got
2: yeah good
3: what where'd you get
2: that huh oh my god i i was trying to write some stuff so fast i cannot tell what i wrote let me see if i can find the quote because this was a good one. Oh, the part when uh he um weighing is like telling them the plan is like we'll just go in like the wind we'll walk in like the wind and they won't even know and then they get caught and wang's like what did you think they'd let us walk in like the wind and he's like that's what you said yeah <laughs> there's the part when they're stuck in that room you know where they were tied to the chairs and that um um the one guy comes in and jack jumps on his back and he has the knife on him and then wing is like come on jack and he's just like how How?
0: (laughs) (laughs) you You know what i just thought of too with that scene the last movie we watched also had two guys held (sighs) hostage in a room they get free and they pretend that they're still tied up
1: yeah totally that
2: happened oh pineapple express yeah Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. That I thought, I was thinking Nice Guys. I was like, that does have it in the Nice Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I really oh like man. the
2: part, too, when they're going in for the final battle with Egg, and he, he's like, what's in the flask, Egg? Magic potion? And he's like, yeah. He's like, thought so, good. <laughs> and he's like, what do we do, drink it? Yeah. Oh, good, thought so. Oh, <laughs> I like yeah, i right drink a magic action. potion that makes you feel like I can do anything. He's yeah, like, like, I whatever. feel like yeah. I'm invincible.
0: <laughs> they're in that elevator, and he's like, I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, "Is it getting hot in here? Or is it just me?" <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um, uh-huh. he, he, My last note says, "We really shook the pillars of heaven." <laughs> he <laughs> <says> that. <laughs> oh man, that movie is funny. Yeah,
1: it's a funny movie. Funny action. <laughs> okay. Funny action. Funny movie, good action. What
2: about when he's like, "This wall is hollow." And he's like, "Hollow, fuck it," and he like breaks the wall. <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> oh man, I think Kurt Russell did such a good job at playing the comedy <clears throat> bits of this. It was just great.
2: Yeah, I read. He said on the commentary when they did commentary for the movie that he initially turned John Carpenter down because he's like, "I don't know how to play this character." Um, mm. And like John, John kept going to him. He's like, "I need you. I think he, you know, could do it." And eventually convinced him. And yeah, I don't, I don't feel like a lot of actors, especially at this time, um, when it was, you know, the popular thing to be a badass '80s guy could pull it off in the way that he did. Yeah, yeah, he does a really
1: good job of keeping that balance of uh, stupid idiot and yeah. good action. I mean, he because
2: he takes himself seriously, you know, but he's. He he takes... I, the character takes himself seriously. I mean... Mm-hmm. Um, so, when he's stupid, you don't feel like he's like, oh, damn it. You feel like he's just like, oh, that's weird that that did <laughs> yeah,
0: happen. Yeah, almost like it's
1: strange that this stuff
2: is happening.
3: Yeah. To <laughs> yeah.
0: That's funny. That's like a good, like, summary of his character. <laughs> like, yeah. He's just like, that's so weird. Like... <laughs> Why did my
2: knife go away and how did Wang Wang did all that by himself? That's weird. Even though that's exactly what happens the entire movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like delusional. Yeah. I love the part too when the whole time early on he's like, let's just call the cops, man. And they're like, no, the cops are got better things to do than get killed. And then at some point later in the movie, somebody says it to him, like call the cops and and then he says, (laughs) <laughs> the cops got better things to do They'd come down here and get killed Yeah. Oh, wait, now guys. he's in on it
1: I love that I, I also love that he's like looking for his truck the entire time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta find my truck That's Where's good. my truck well, at? Well
0: that and like the western thing Did we talk about that where it was written that the truck was a horse?
3: Oh
1: no that he's trying that. to get
0: back Oh I think it was in the trivia or something But like originally when it was a western Is that he was trying to get his horse back how do you drift a horse? I don't know. That takes some some skill.
2: Oh, will yeah. the horse be called a pork chop express still? Yeah.
1: Oh, just, yeah, still <laughs> delivering pigs.
2: <laughs> awesome. Do you well, guys cool. have anything else that you wanted to say?
0: Uh, I don't think so.
1: No, I don't think so. I got nothing.
0: Well, cool. <clears throat> well, um, let's go to ratings.
2: All right. Where, where's my box? Okay.
0: I'll go last. <laughs>
2: okay. I'll go first. I have mine here. <clears throat> I gave it four stars. I said it's not my favorite Carpenter film, but it's so much fun. Kurt Russell plays the character perfectly, and the level of satire mixed with taking the lore seriously is really well done.
1: I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, I wrote, I was so unsure about this movie, but it was really entertaining. The creatures freaked me out, and now I'm gonna rip out my green eyes.
2: You're gonna get James Hong's gonna marry you, Jacob. I can't (laughs) handle it. (laughs) And then he's gonna find someone else to also marry. Just he's gonna sacrifice me. (laughs) This person's gonna stumble into his hands, and he's like, "Well, I guess I'll marry them too."
0: too. (laughs) Oh gosh!
1: It took him two thousand years, and now he's got two. Yeah. (laughs) took 20 minutes dude just try a little
2: bit it's funny too because he when that whole part when he's like you can't find another broad and he's like there's been others for sure but they just haven't worked out and then he just gets to it. And he's like i'll just bury a ball yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i had previously rated this movie at five stars and a like oh. And I'm keeping it at five stars. And I'm like, oh
2: boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's
0: just as good as Scoob, guys. <laughs>
2: Man, <laughs> to be on that level.
0: I I really need to rewatch Scoob <laughs> so I can re rate how it is. Because I'm looking back on Scoob now and I'm like, was it really that good? Like, I don't know. But, <laughs> but uh, my review, I put such a cult classic movie. It's just the best. So, I just think everything about this movie is, like, good. I, I don't try to think too much into the storyline. It's just a fun movie. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's action. There's comedy. It's great.
1: And it looks Pretty good time really for movies. Good.
0: Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> that was Big Trouble in Little China. And that was the th- last movie of our theme um oh yeah wait, i
2: feel like wait we can't move on yet you said this what? movie, d- you think this movie deserves a sequel now you got to tell us why
0: oh yeah we didn't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i just think it'd be cool to follow jack again on whatever thing he goes on to do because he has a little thing with him yeah, spoilers, the, there's the Yeti thing that's the, it's on his truck. They could
2: be leaving. the, um, you know, mismatched buddy comedy. Him and the yeah. Yeti. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> Burton and the Yeti. How about that? I saw like. they
1: had an extended ending uh, that they did not include. Where oh, really? Apparently uh, on their way out of town. That car that had been hassling them at the beginning or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, they end up uh, seeing it and they end up just driving straight into it and, like killing them and pushing them off a cliff. Really? And, uh,
0: and they said it was too Jeez. vengeful. <laughs> <Jeez>. Yeah. <laughs> it might be just a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome, though. <laughs> Is that
2: real or did you make that That's up? That's real. That's not the oh, movie <laughs> <gosh. page. laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, I'd watch a sequel. Um, but for yeah, sure. so
0: that's why I think it like a sequel the, would be cooler. To the point of Pineapple
2: Express, though, I'm like, I, what higher stakes are there than this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, I think what this if Lopan worl- came world- back?
1: <laughs> what if there's actual mythological beings and entities? Yeah. From the from that culture, they're like, you've been faking us this whole time and using our magic because you had the source somehow. You sons of bitches, here's my Yeti. You know and they throw Yetis at him? <laughs> Fight the sea the monster.
2: Don't throw a bomb at it.
1: <laughs> no bombs oh, allowed in this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright,
1: cool.
0: Oh. Okay, so um, yeah, that's the end of our theme. Um, we're on to our next and it's Jake's turn.
1: Alright, so I had forgotten my theme from what I had said last week. And I created a new theme. Okay. Today. Oh. Do you do remember want to your go theme
2: when we were talking about it, though? Do we, Yeah. Do we want to <laughs> go with
1: my old theme? Because I remember what it was, which was movies hey, with wrestlers in makeup. it. Or my new theme, which I haven't even announced yet. And it could be a secret. And I could say it for another time.
2: It's up to you.
1: Gosh, that's tough. That's real tough. I feel like it's a good theme. and I mean, you, you guys would respect it. But I don't know if I... I don't do you know like if I like it more than the other theme, or what? like it more than the other theme necessarily. Um, I also <laughs> don't know if I'm 100 percent sure what movie I would even choose for the wrestler
2: theme, because <laughs> I had not thought about it since last <laughs> week. Oh, do gosh. you want to tell us the new theme, or do you want to pick it, or what? Oh gosh,
1: see, it makes me nervous because it's like it's, it's almost exciting because I feel like you guys would be so you're gonna be so proud of it. Alex will be uh. <laughs> Alright. So it's uh, movies where the director is in the movie. Either oh. either in a starring role or they could just do a cameo. But in my mind it was like, you know, they're in the movie, you know.
0: Hmm. That is That's a pretty cool theme.
2: Pretty cool theme. I'm proud of you, Jake.
1: I knew it. I knew it was gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs>
2: that's
1: uh I'd think like the the that song perfect is playing in my mind by simple plan. You know? And it's like uh that that's a one sad l- song though. I know but it's that one line where it's like uh <laughs> make you proud or whatever it is, you know. I can't know now. I haven't heard it in a hey while.
2: Well, dad, look at me. Think time. <laughs> yeah, dad. <laughs>
1: look at me. <laughs> Dad.
0: oh gosh
1: um what do you guys think because i uh i know what i'll choose i know what i would choose for the director one well, let me think <coughs> really quick about what i know what i would know
2: what
1: I pick think. for both <laughs> <laughs> damn those. Was...
2: i've literally thought of that theme before as have an you idea. really yeah
1: damn it um
2: Oh, I was going to choose The Warrior if I chose the wrestler one. That's what I was going to choose. So. Um, would you pick Tropic Thunder for the movie that stars the director? No, <laughs> I, I should, but
0: I had a way
1: different movie <laughs> in mind. <laughs> but I would love to rewatch that movie again. No. Do you want to know what movie I would choose? Do you want sure. me to ch- say both movies and then you guys choose what theme it is based on the movie? That's exciting. I don't know
2: about that But you could tell us though
1: Well I don't know if I want to say it then
2: Oh okay The Warriors your movie for the wrestling Yeah I'll cast a vote if you want me to Yeah
1: I do want to vote
2: Okay So you
1: want to hear my, my other movie Yeah Sling Blade
0: Oh my god <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez.
2: I I do that um at least once a month. <laughs> and I think Kristen doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I need some fried taters."
1: <laughs> so those are those are my uh
2: those are my themes and movies. There's a 30 Rock skit where it's like "You're as bad at this as Jenna is at bad at improv." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, Here's the scene: um, <laughs> Oprah and Slingblade are on a date, and then they come on the th- and Tina's like, mm, "This ro- roses smell good," or something like that. And then he- and then she's like, "Shut up, <laughs> Oprah." <laughs> oh, <God.
3: laughs>
1: That's good. Your uh, your Slingblade sounds exactly like uh,
2: Victor. <laughs> oh, be nice! to I can't remember the other guy's name. Let me get a hamburger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know. What What do you think, Kristen
0: I don't know. I don't know even know what movie I would pick for that new category or new theme.
2: All right, Jacob. Do you want me to tell? What if I tell you the movies I'd pick for both? <laughs> <laughs> Is sure. this a good podcast? I don't know. If <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh my All gosh! Right. For the wrestler movie, I would pick Predator with Jesse Ventura. Okay. And then for the movie with the director in it, I would pick The Town, which was directed ben, by Ben Affleck. Yeah,
1: Ben Affleck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof, oof. Those are both good choices. Damn, I want to do both of them. Can we just do both of my themes? <laughs> um. Kristen, what would you choose for both yours right now?
0: Oh, my God. Um, Hold on.
1: Would you choose Ready to Rumble?
0: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was legit,
1: when I picked that theme,
2: I I was picking that theme hoping we would watch that movie.
0: I like, love was... that movie. <laughs> well, I so
1: like how I... you
2: pick, you guys keep picking themes where you're like, I hope somebody picks this. I'm, at least trying think to, of <laughs> us. I'm trying to <laughs>
1: manipulate, you know, and I, I was I was reading my horoscope <laughs> the other day because D'Andrea, not D'Andrea. Other people have said I'm manipulative, or not I'm, but Pisces are manipulative. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to think if I was manipulative. And then I go back and I think about little nuanced things, you know, like yeah. stuff like this. I'm like, man, I kind of am like a little manipulative. Uh, <laughs> and I, I find that interesting. So uh, I'm what not I'm
0: manipulative. I'm encouraging.
1: <laughs> encouraging, exactly. I
0: encourage people to do what Invest I want. Investment thesaurus. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so let's do wrestler
2: um, l- wrestling movie
1: then. Movies with wrestlers in it.
0: You do want to do that one?
2: Yeah, we'll do that one. And, and do then you we know can... what movie you'd pick for the other one, Kristen?
0: I don't know. I was looking through some of the stuff and I don't even know what I would pick. Um, there was one where it's a movie that I was like, I have been wanting to watch that movie eventually, but not I wouldn't <laughs> choose it on my own probably. Um
1: so that would probably be good for a podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, Unforgiven. Is that the one I'm thinking oh, of?
2: Oh, with Clint Eastwood?
0: Yeah, because I've heard it's That's really good. Ending. I read the synopsis. It sounds really good. I just haven't been able to make myself watch it. <laughs> I know the <laughs> whole storyline. Hack- oh, I didn't read, the, okay, I didn't read the synopsis of like what happens. I read the summary. Oh. Like okay. the whatever that doesn't tell the whole thing
2: you're known to read synopsis of I movies know, so I know. <laughs> yeah
1: that's what i was thinking you meant, for sure <laughs> um well that's cool i i will definitely ch- choose that theme for my next one if uh, somebody else does not choose it um but let's stick with wrestler wrestling and uh okay. w- do we watch mine first
2: yeah you go first
1: all right so the warrior from uh, i don't it's just know what called year called warrior that came out. isn't it I don't know. I don't.
2: I don't look at titles, Alex. I just pick the movies. Twenty eleven. <clears throat> yeah, And um, it's two hours and twenty minutes. Oh, good. I remember it being good though. And who's who's the wrestler in it? Kurt Angle. All right.
1: He's in it.
0: Oh, I'm looking at the wrong warrior movie. <laughs> <gasps>
2: <laughs> she's she's, wa- she's going to watch the Warriors again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was looking at the Tom Hardy one.
2: That is the one.
0: Oh. Oh, I thought you guys were being serious.
2: <laughs> About what? Never mind. <laughs> Kurt Angle is in it.
0: Well, no, I thought you guys meant he was, like, starring in it, like...
2: Oh, 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 oh! That's what
0: I thought. Is, so that's when I saw like Tom Hardy, and I was like, "Wait, like this is the wrong movie." <laughs> Tom
1: Hardy's a wrestler.
0: <laughs> I have like to be honest. I was I, I didn't want to choose Ready to Rumble, but I really want to because I love that movie. But I also was like. I should choose like one of those like WWE movies, like
1: the
2: Chaperone with Triple H. Yeah,
0: like that'd be so funny to watch one of those.
2: Hey, you don't have to pick Ready to Rumble. Don't let
0: Jay You don't have to. I have to. I love that movie. (laughs) That's one of my favorite ones.
2: All right, guys, we should wrap it up. Okay. Yes.
0: So we'll be watching Warrior for our next episode. Um okay, I can't close it very well. I someone. Else <laughs>
2: <laughs> that does it for us here at I'll take three podcast as always. We appreciate you listening. Um, please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, you can follow us on X.com at I'll take three podcast <laughs> And you can find me on um, Sporkle at a Dukesher.
1: You can find me on Instagram at Mister Jake Duke Art,
0: and I'm also on Instagram at Pixie Dixie, I mean, and that's D-I-X-E-Y.
2: <laughs> X-E-L-I-L-Y-L-Y-L-Y.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Um, we'll sl- we'll see you next podcast. Is that what I say? We'll
2: see you next podcast. And remember, it's all <laughs> in the reflex.
0: Bye. Okay, bye. Okay. I don't know how to start. I don't want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: there's a quote from this movie that I felt like described our podcast.
2: Wait, let me guess. Nothing or double. That that wasn't
1: it. The quote from the movie is What you got here is two people dragging a third. (laughs)
0: Uh. That's true about us.
2: (laughs) I know, what did you say last night, Jacob? It sounds like you and me are having a podcast, and Christine is is also here.
0: (laughs) That's true.